Hey, fellow book lovers. This is Shawnita, the founder of We Love Books Con. And today we have our fellow book lover joining us. Her name is Monica Snipes Pearson. I know her as Rumi because we did board together during our college days back in the 90s. And we are sharing some books that we love today. So we're going to let, because she's our guest, we're going to let Miss Monica tell you a little bit about herself, and then she's going to jump into the book she wants to tell you she loves right after. Thank you, Shawnita. Um, and I let me start by saying I'm so happy and excited to be here. So thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. Um, I am Monica. I am a pre-K teacher by day. Um, but I do love, love, love to read. I was an English major um, in said college that Shanita and I were roomies together in. Um, Go ahead and say I, it for you first. Just say uh, it. We're Spelmanites. We went yes. to Spelman College and <laughs> we, especially me, I wear my um, Spelman pride with pride. And I love the people I met there because I am a maverick. You were saying continue. <laughs> I went to Minnesota State, Minnesota State University maverick right here, baby, because I did okay. not finish at Spelman. So yes. yay, Minnesota. Yes. And I still love my Spelman sisters. To the and you, did a, you made a difference at Spelman. You left a mark there. Thank you. That is so sweet. And they left a mark on me in a good way because I love oh, all y'all. Crossing my face. I didn't know how that was going to end. <laughs> Back to the books. <laughs> okay, and so, and also, Shawnita, let me just say that I am also a YouTuber. Um, my YouTube channel is Sweet Lip, and I mainly focus on women's issues. So all things related to women is what I like to talk about. I do different things. It's a relatively new channel, so I do different things. Um, but please check me out, Sweet Lip. Yes, YouTube. and I was going to slide in all the fun graphics, and I will still do that for the YouTube video of this podcast. But she beat me to it. I was going to hype her up at the end. Might I add, her daughter is also on the channel. She is adorable. You will love her. Monica Cute too. The channel is hilarious. You want this in your life when you need a pick-me-up, a laugh, and just to look at women's issues in a different way. Okay, yes. now back to the book Thank love. You. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, oh, did you want me to... Um, yeah, you start. You're, you're the guest. All right. Okay, so Shanita asked me to bring a book with me um, to share with all of you. And um, the book that I, I chose out of my library is called The Book of Joy. And this book um, is actually written by a man named Douglas Abrams. And okay. the book is beautiful because it is a narrative of his discussions with the Dalai Lama and Bishop Desmond Tutu. Um, so it's a narrative of his visits with them, sometimes separate. They, he would be, meet with the men separately. Sometimes together, they would be together. And it would just, it's just so powerful the way that wow. he tells that story. However, underneath the narrative is the informative nature of this book, which is how to attain joy, which um, is above even happiness. Yes, and, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. yes. I tell people all the time, because people are like, oh, you're so happy. Mm -hmm. No, <laughs> not always. But I have, for my faith, 
I have joy. I, I am a joyful person. I always look for the bright side. I do process the negative feelings. I go through them. I'm human. Monica knows she was my roommate. However, I do normally end up back at make the best of it. It's all about perspective. Keep it moving. Like I've, I've kind of been that way. I don't know how long, um, but a long time. <laughs> and, so. and it's, I like that you say that because one of the principles that both men, because you know, they, both of these men are famous for yes. their suffering and their, um, you know, they don't glorify material things. They spend their life helping other people. That's what they, they've dedicated their whole life to. Um, and so they just talk about um, the importance of having that realization or that consciousness that whatever it is that you're going through, mm-hmm. you can best believe somebody's got it worse than you. Wow. So put yourself aside, put all, you know, Find joy in putting your problems aside, yourself aside. Don't be so selfish and so into what's going on with you that you can't help another person. And that is what will bring you joy. joy. Yes. Okay. All right. All right, Bishop and Dolly. Yes, because I don't know what his. I'm like Dalai Lama. I thought that was his title. Is that his name? That's his, no, his. He has another. Because there are there have been different Dalai Lamas. That's who, what I thought. But I only know him as Dalai Lama. Yes, that's is, all you're supposed to know him, don't you? No. Paddles cute. All right. Oh, so that's the Dalai Lama to you. He sure is. <laughs> Yes, and so, um, but very, they're such charming, charming men. And you know, they're all little old men now. So, and they just. know, right? I remember, I remember watching videos of Bishop Tutu, like in the 80s, late 80s, early 90s. And like, I was, I was looking at, I think he's passed now. Mm, Is he still alive? The last time I saw a video of him, his hair was white. I was like, oh my gosh. When did he get old? Because, you know, when I saw him, he was so vibrant and just always full of, en- you know, just graceful, but just, you could just feel the energy exude from him when he was talking to us. I was like, all right, Bishop Tutu. Oh, definitely. My mother loved him. Girl, and my dad, kid. my foster dad loved, he loved, he loved anyone old and wise and not materialistic. <laughs> Like he was that dude. Yeah. So and he and he 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 shared his love of books with me. Like the day I moved into my foster home, he gave me a book. That was my introduction. He was like, they tell me you like to read. I was like, I love to read. He was like, here, read this. And I read it immediately. And and until he died, we read a book together every other month. I think the average was we we read book together read books together. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's beautiful, Nita. And um, so um, Bishop Tutu is still living. Okay, thank you. That, but you, everybody been dying, girl. It's been that kind of. I'm like, did he die? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 2020. We we gave you a death that you weren't responsible. For. And that's just life, isn't it? That's Gosh, that is so horrible. I'm glad we need his positivity in the world, especially today. Absolutely. And the, the book is all about putting it back in the world. Don't, yeah. you know, just put, make your mission to help other people. That's I mean, just, that's, should, that's, we love that's books kind of, helping other people through books. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's way, Johnny, that, you know, that's one way. That you, <laughs> Y'all didn't see that. Y'all didn't see that net. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening, you didn't see me wave at my face. But if, if this video, this part goes onto YouTube, you did not see that net, but it attacked me. 
Uh-huh. And I defended myself. I apologize, Monica. Please continue. That is okay, Shanita. I'm glad that you defended yourself because we don't want anything with wings, especially insects with wings landing anywhere, especially in these days and times. That's right. They might have, I don't know what. <laughs> and you don't know where they've been. Don't know and don't want to know and don't want to find out. <laughs> but I love that you love nonfiction books. See, th- these are things that, you know, again, when we were talking about doing this, um, talking about our love for books, I would never have known, like, because I don't. <laughs> you don't at all? Not, you mean it's not a salacious... Tell not right now. Autobiography that's just. Oh, I hate autobiographies. The <laughs> my least favorite kind of book. I, I kid you not. I would rather read a textbook and learn something that can give me a skill that can help me help someone else that can be beneficial to my clients or my business or whatever than read an autobiography. So the last I, I read Becoming because. <laughs> It's Michelle Obama. You better believe I read Becoming. Yeah. Um, I, I, and I actually listened to it because okay. I'm not an audiobook chick. I like that word. Give me the words in mm-hmm. ebook or print. I will take either. But I listened to her audiobook and I loved it. I was like, you could read me every audiobook under the sun, Miss, Mrs. Obama. <laughs> oh, so she reads it to you. Yes. Yeah, I didn't. I had the book. The so good. The hard I had the book too. But I was working and I was in grad school and I was trying to do an, I had started another audiobook podcast and we were reading Becoming Together. Mm-hmm. No, it was from my women's group that is now defunct. And we were reading Becoming Together and I, I was the leader of the group, so I had to read it. So the only way I could get it was to listen to it while I was at work because when I was home, I was working on my grad degree. Right. When I was, you know, so, but when I would be doing like stuff like low focus work, you know, I was listening to Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful. It was the best yeah. week at work ever. <laughs> so would you say that her book helped you be of help to someone else? Yes, it did. So there you go. You were able- But it was not a salacious autobiography. <laughs> Let me think. It was some salaciousity in that book somewhere. Uh, what about the part? It was juicy, but it wasn't salacious. Okay. It was good. But it was Michelle Obama. You know she wasn't going to give you the good, good. Like Jennifer Lewis book, I want to read it, but I'm scared. Why? Why would you be scared? Jennifer Lewis is off the chain. She is off the chain in the live interviews. You're going to give her a book with no with no uh, FCC rating, with no, <laughs> with no restrictions on what she can say. I don't mean like afraid. I'm just like, what am I going to learn that I can't erase? Because she's the black mama of black Hollywood. Like, I like her being my black mama. I like her being Auntie Jennifer. <laughs> She also, I, but I read that book and she gonna become like girlfriend Jennifer or something else. Cause she, the parts that I heard about, she was like, I liked my men, and I like, I was like, oh, oh that's what you meant. That type of getting to know people. Cause I'm like, oh well, she's a matriarch. She don't. She paid the way. She's. Right. Coming. I don't want to think but, about matriarchal people getting it in. <laughs> but, okay, that type of thing. But still, we there's we gotta learn. We we learn from the people who came before us, and she has Ooh. stuff to teach us. 
So we gotta, we gotta <laughs> let go of these, of this, whatever you, I don't know what you're doing over being a prude. I am not a prude. That. Thank you. Cause that's my, one of the seeing. first books I read was the Kama Sutra. So I'm not a prude. No, but, you're not. You're not, but that's what you're exuding. No, I'm not. I'm, I, there's this a uh, distinction. There's a delineation. Like, I don't want to sit and talk about that kind of stuff with my grandma. I mean, I know they do it, but I don't want to hear about it. I want to sit up and talk with my girlfriends about that. I don't want to girlfriend her. There's like a level of honor and respect that I have for her. Not because she's not human, but just because of all she went through and then learning about her um, mental health challenges and all the things that she endured about the trauma that she had to work through. I mean, I heard about it, but, and while I admired her, I was like, but oh, she a little saucy in the mouth too. And she's and it's funny, but then I'm like, oh, do I really want to know who she done got it in with and things of such nature? I don't know, but you know, I'm not nosy like that by nature. Like when I find out people personal business, I'm normally trying to scrub it from my mind. Like I didn't need to know that. I don't want that information. Can I scrub that? (laughs) Yeah, we give it to you anyway. Um, And you're so cute. And that's how we give it to you because you're going to be cute about it and we're not going to care. <laughs> but but I have this choice. She's not calling me. Me and Jennifer Lewis are not buds. She's not gonna call me up and tell me her business. So I and have she's a choice. Not your grandma. So you don't have to worry about feeling some kind of way because she had a a female relation a you know a homosexual relationship with another woman. I don't care about her getting it in with a chick. I'm talking about just in, like she's descriptive, and I'm gonna read it in her voice. Because yes. she's Lewis. And you're going to enjoy it. It's going to bring you joy. <sighs> I think about it. I mean, you know. Yes, I think it through. It. Because I, sh- I do want to read her book. I want to mm-hmm. read her. I kind of want to read Mariah. Kind of. Mariah, I did not look. I love some of her music, especially mm-hmm. when she was with the Black producers. Pr- prior to 2005, those were her best years for me. Um, but I have you seen Nick Cannon? <laughs> that is a mess and a mess, and you put that mess together. I'm praying for them babies. Like they they are great artists, but I don't know if I want to look inside the inside of their brains and uh, yeah, I feel you, but I think her book <laughs> would be interesting. Okay. However, as a maybe not as an autobiography, but as a biography, because I feel like yes. as autobiography, you know, she's gonna present it Different. in her Mariah mm-hmm. butterfly, uh, honey, honey. <laughs> she'll sprinkle the glitter. She gonna yes. do that, but, but and it's I'll always gonna it. look the best on her. The shine will always be on. Oh, definitely. Uh, this person did this to she's the victim of it all. I, I'm not here for it. Because yeah, there's I'm, always layers. I want what you did and what they did. I want the whole, you know, I want exactly. all sides. So, that's my my take on reading her autobiography. Um and of course, and this is gonna this is way off kill. You're gonna be like Monica. Why are you bringing this up? It now I'm intrigued. You've piqued my interest. <laughs> okay. The, I just have to, and because this was on my mind this morning, but the autobiography of Frederick Douglass, the narrative of the life of Frederick Douglass. Oh, I no, know. absolutely. I've read that. Okay. 
Okay, and I know this is from the 1800s. I have to bring it into this conversation about autobiographies, but that thing was... Girl, Frederick Douglass was an entire situation. I was like... But it was all, it was very eye Oh my God, that's a whole, we probably I know. should do a I know. whole I'm discussion sorry. on that one for me. I didn't mean to even Because go. what that gave me was so many insights also into the, the way the American experience shapes the mind of a black man, mm-hmm. like even to today. Because when you look at like, people don't realize he had like two and a half wives. Where's the half? Why are you saying half? He had the black woman. Right, and the white woman. And the other one. Oh, you mean the the chicks? There was uh, multiple chicks. The one he almost left, the white woman who died for. You mean the, no, the black Mm -hmm. one died. The black one died, and then he got with the white one. Right. And then the white one got sick. He died before the white one Died. No, he got, he, yes, he died before the white one died, but there was another chick. He used to have these chicks come live with him. That was the black one that he did that with. He did, he did it, it with both, both of them. Okay. I believe him. <laughs> I was like, Whoop. when I, because I thought the same thing. I was like, wait, this black woman put up with all this madness and this white woman that came in this black woman's house. But that was still alive. Like the white yeah, But woman, that was a long, that was years ago. And yes. it was, you know, I mean, that's, this is another conversation. This is another conversation, but it was, it was, it was, it was opening. It was opening for me because he did, um, he did write that book. I'm trying to see if it's in Gutenberg. I think it is a Gutenberg book. Yeah. Gutenberg project. Yes. So the thing that I didn't tell you about my hand binding, my books is I'm going to offer the African-American books that have made it into the Gutenberg project to be handbound. Okay, cool. Because there are a lot of handbound presses and classic presses that all they do is print Caucasian or, uh, you know, mainstream classic, you know, Gutenberg project books, but there are not a lot that actually offer African-American mm-hmm. books that make it into the Gutenberg project. Like, so people don't get that option. So one of the reasons I was teaching myself hand binding was to be able to do that as well. In the I classic, like, like, library archival. That's what I want in my life. Like, if I'm going to p- buy the autobiography of Frederick Douglass, I yes. want it Club to bound. Like yes. what it looked like when he wrote it. Yes. If I'm going to buy, you know, the Dolly, if I'm something like this, I want it to be special. I want, you know, I have Shakespeare, I, you know, Toni Morrison, you know, these real, you know, the heavy hitters, classic people yeah. who shaped the, the writing yes. landscape. Yes. Yes. We want so. those. So to- I am, look, I'm working on that, but I'm not ready. That's not, that's a 22, that's late 2021 because I need those. I need my corners crisp. I need my, my adhesive and my wheat paste ingredients, per, like not perfect, but I need it to look you know how I am, Monica. I like it right. Tighten it up. That's right. So, <laughs> yeah, the Bible. We didn't mention the Bible. We got a Quran. All your religious books. Are they in the the Google? No, no they're not in the Gutenberg project. Okay, well, never mind then. <laughs> I already looked because my my ampli- I just rebound my Amplified Bible, my classic Amplified Bible, which is my preferred <laughs> version. I don't do King James. 
he ain't do folk right. I don't do him. I like the Amplify because it actually translates it directly from the original language versus the reinterpretation that was done by Shakespeare and the like for the King James. So mm-hmm. you can keep that. No, thank you. Um, I, <laughs> I prefer the Amplified. And my daughter, she had her children's Bible and we would be redoing our daily, you know, Bible reading time before we would go. She would go to bed each night. And I would say, and she'd be like, mommy, that's not in mine. And, and she started to hear the discrepancies in what we would talk about in the word choices that were made in the children's Bible that she was reading. And she didn't want it anymore. Mm. I gave her my old Amplified Bible, but it was paperback because this was my throat in my purse lugging around before Kindle came out. Like this Bible is older. It's about 20 years old, girl. Mm. And I rebounded it and put it in the purple cover in her per- per- you know, favorite color. And when I was, again, just learning, part of when I was learning, she was like, mommy, I want it, but it's coming apart. And so I put it in and protected it and did all the repair on it. And so now she has my old Amplified Classic Bible. She loved it, Bible. It's cute too. It's purple and shimmery and stuff. Anyway, because we love books <laughs> in this house. Similar for me, Nita, and I have to share this story because she did it right before um, freshman year at Spelman. It was like a gift to me for going to Spelman, but she bought me a new Bible and she had my name um, printed on it. It was like Embroidered. a leather um, zip-up Bible and she had my name. And it was very special to me. And um, at my wedding, the Bible bearer helped carry that Bible down the aisle. It's, it's lost now. He lost it at the wedding. But, what? Yes, but it's okay. My mom has, I think I have another Bible or something. Okay. But she's given me Bibles over the years. And um, and they all, you know, I, I, even though I don't necessarily open them like I should. Because that's, that's really what she would want to hear, that I'm using them, opening them, or read them. That's what she, she doesn't care about the rest of it. Um, but, but she made it pretty and sparkly because she knows her daughter. Yeah, and she made it to make it special, like how you, you know, you made it special. So that, that goes a long way. I'm, I'm at my age, which we're not, that's another conversation. Not important. At my age to still hold on to that and keep that memory. It's I'm beautiful. Sure. Yeah. Oh, well, I wanted her to love it. She's tactile. And like I said, she was like, mommy, cause I don't even read, I read my Bible on my phone now. I have the Bible app on every device I get. There's a Bible on it. So, um, yeah, but at any rate, I've, I've made that for her, for my daughter, and she loves it. So, no, I did go and research because I, I need a new Bible, and I don't like any of the Bibles out in the stores right now. And I was like, well, can I print it and run it down? But the actual Amplified Classic Bible, it has not gone up. The copyright is still pending on it for at least another 80 years. So, How many years? 80. You said A.D. or 8? A.T. Oh, okay. Because yeah, it's 125, and then they just introduced another law that made the uh, extra 25 to 40, depending on the print and all of those things and the availability. So needless to say, I'm going to just read it on my app and <laughs> <laughs> be all right with myself. Put that night vision view on and be okay. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, but, yeah. okay. Are you about to? Okay. All right. So we're going to turn a little to the left because Monica is, as you've heard, very educated, well-spoken. She's she's giving instruction and molding the minds of our most precious resources. And she reads wonderful books like 
the book of joy about the Dalai Lama and different, you know, she's her, her aspirations are to read about Frederick Douglass so she can continue to know more about our history. And, and I'm going to show you this fiction book. So check this right here. Uh, <laughs> I'm not that deep today. So this is the book that I read by another indie author. For those who don't know, I am an author, but this is not that podcast. I, used to have a show where I would help and um, where I would connect with uh, other authors in that genre just to give us some, you know, some book love because being an author is hard and promoting books is a lot of work and you need all the exposure you can get. We Love Books Con is actually better for me because I'm a book lover. I was a reader first. I was an author second, and now I'm a book sharer. That was, you know, that's happened along the way, but I love reading. So, this book by Dia White, Brunch at Ruby's. I liked it because it was fun. It was light. Like I said, I've been reading a lot of heavy books. I, I might still have, I think they called it graduate school haze or something like that, where for the first year or two, when you finish doing a lot of intensive studying and serious book matter, you just, I don't want to read anything heavy. Right? <laughs> want to have a good time in my books. I I am not a romance girl, um, although there were romantic elements to this book, but this was a good book. It was about women, three Black women and their friendship and how they would go and like this, this restaurant, Ruby's, is like, is like the pinnacle and like almost like the fulcrum where all of their relationship woes and restorations and repairs happen. And it talks about this woman, how this institution basically of a restaurant has been around for decades. It's based in Atlanta. It's all good. The description is nice, but the thing I love about it the most is she really fully develops her characters and they, they, the way they play off of each other and grow even inside the book. Like I love a good a character arc that has growth. And it had that. It was almost cliche because they had this one character. And I was like, girl, you got one more time. I'm going to close it. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't going to finish this book. You fooling with me. I can't take it. But then she kind of made a left turn at Albuquerque as she was supposed to. And it and it finished wonderfully. It was a beautiful book. How um, long was it, Shanita? How long was the book? I don't know. It's an ebook. <laughs> it's an ebook. Hello. So how do you determine stuff like that with ebooks? How do you? Well, if you look, well, this, this book has whoo forty five chapters, and she does have pages which are actually able to be um, assigned or aligned with reading. So it's three hundred and ninety one print pages. Okay. So it's but a full novel. Yeah. It's a good, no, it's a good book, but I read very fast. So Yes, you do. <laughs> I heard that. So <laughs> so it was a great read. I don't want to give away the storyline. Um and if I talk too much, I will deep dive into the details and I don't want to do that. Well can I ask when what is the what year is the setting or you know, what times um, the time. I think it would be modern day prior to COVID. So within a five-year period, maybe between 20, yeah, based on what she was saying about the Atlanta scene and how the money was flowing, it was not quite a recession. Like, it was rebound from recession because the the annoying character that was irking my entire nerve, um, she was a realtor. 
and they were just about to start having they they were starting to have problems with sales but it wasn't but she and she was a realtor to like you know the upper echelon mm-hmm. yeah like that and it's set in atlanta and it's set in the a welcome to the a yeah, I want to say goodbye to the A, but the welcome to the A. Or bar, what is it? Brunch is Ruby's was like the soul food space. It was really it was a diner, like you know, like a good down home diner, almost like um, Varsity, but nicer. Okay. Pascals, it, it put me in the mind of Pascals. Okay, but Ruby's, so it's 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 a it's a it's a Pascals like because okay. they had a real nice menu, good setting. You know, and the owners were like institute. You know how the owners are institutions in the neighborhood. Okay. Everybody knows them. Yeah, like that. So it was, a, it was very Pascal-esque. Okay. So now was it like, so these are three women. Three women. African-American women. Yeah. And so we're going through each of their stories. Yes. Or- and they're, they're friends and they're connected. And one of them had to move back. Of course, this is probably why the book got a soft spot for me. She was in D.C., Maryland, doing her thing. Her mother had passed. Her mother owned a bookstore. Her father was in early signs of dementia. So um, she had to move back to help write things um, because the mother passed away suddenly. She was, to me, the star of the book. It was, she was the lead female. There were three main lead female characters, but she, it was her story, in my opinion. And then you had her two friends. And they, you know, kind of went along for the ride. But it's, And there's that piece about somebody always having it worse off than you. Because I'm just sitting here thinking, what would it be like to have to uproot my life? Girl. What I'm trying to do for myself. Hello. Because my parents need me. And she just, I mean, and that's what she did. And she left her dude and everything. Yes. Can you imagine? Yes, because I did it. I moved back to Atlanta <laughs> from Pittsburgh, working in tech where I was aspiring to be, where I went and got a graduate degree as a technical communicator to um, help someone I considered a family member with their ailing parent. That's why I came back to Atlanta. She was not a blood relative, but, you know, mm-hmm. to me, you know, how I am family, family. So she needed help. I came. <laughs> And there you are. Hey, hey. girl. Hey. hey. <laughs> so ready to go as soon as COVID in the world and life lets me out because the, the help needed is no longer needed. So, okay. but yeah, I mean, that's what you do. That's, you know, that's what, yes. you, do. You, do what you do. Yes, girl, girl. So, but yeah, it, I mean, you know. but then, you know, I have choices, you know, I, I have a I have a choice. And so. She didn't because she was they. She was their only child. Woo. Yeah, no, it was a very, very well plot. Plot was very well developed, very believable. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good book, you know, perfect. No, of course not. No book is perfect, but um, I would say very close. Wow. Did you just say close to perfect? I'm talking about the grammar and the stuff like that. Oh. Not the plot, yeah. No, oh. the, that was a good story. I mean, it was a good story. Yeah, yeah, it sounds absolutely <laughs> story. And I yeah. do have it. I yes, you do. Don't have, I did some, whatever I was supposed to do on Amazon, I did it. <laughs> to get the free version, but I don't know what to do next. You so open I, it on in the Kindle. On, do you have a Kindle? What? what I, do you, I mean, is, is it an app? 
can I just put yes. this out on my phone? Yes. It's as simple as that. On Funny. your phone, on your iPad. No, I'm not being funny. I didn't know you didn't know this. I don't. And don't you judge me. Look at you. I'm Ch- not judging you. I'm shocked. That is, look, don't, that is a judgment. Shock is a form of judgment. Is it? Oh, I apologize. I didn't think it was. I'm, not I'm like, what? <laughs> My bad. I, I, you have to remember, I live in a tech world. Like, Yeah, and I don't. But, but I do now with COVID. <laughs> But I, but not to that degree, not to the Kindle level. But just so, just get the app is what you're saying. Yes, get the app, download the app, and the Kindle world is your oyster. Crack it open, have a person. I will. A million because there's millions of books there. And I might do away with this whole paperback. You won't. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Mm-mm, no. <laughs> you sure I won't? Mm-mm. I, I I I prefer my nonfiction books still in paperback. Okay. But my fiction books, like things that I just devour quickly, especially, yes. But when I find an author that I love, I like, I'm like you, I like their, I like their paperback, but I want an autograph. If I'm going to pay for a paperback book, I want an autograph. <laughs> so what if they're no longer here to give you that order, autograph? Well, then it's a collector's item and her name is Toni Morrison and that's different. <laughs> okay. Then it'll, it's Okay. Okay. Like I have all of Maya's books, but I had them all before she passed because I love her like that. You remember when I went to go see her when we were at Spelman? I don't remember. With at Dr. Barbara King's um anniversary, the lady from the psychology department, my um my advisor mentor, she was like, I know you love Maya Angelou. I know, girl. And that ain't never changed. And I was just online. Still always doing something. Yes, always doing something. That's why when you talk about Spellman, I'm like, girl, please, bye. Because every time I looked up, you were in this committee, that committee, going to go see this professor, that for doing this, that, and other. Just all. That is about who I am. Right. Oh. But that, hello. That I'm going to make, the, that's how my foster dad, and that's how life, you know, that's how I, I was shaped. You make a contribution. You make a difference. You make, you leave. My foster dad used to always say, leave it better than you found it. Leave people better than you find them. Leave places better than you find them. And keep your word. Because if your word ain't nothing, you ain't nothing. He didn't say nothing. He used another word, a little more colorful. But I like to keep my podcast rating on the up and up. So I can't use that word. But he meant it when he said it. <laughs> so I, I try to keep my word. I do my best that I can to do that. I'm not perfect. And I try to leave things better than I find them. Beautiful. He left me better than he found me. So I think it's a, it's a good policy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yes, and I see that in you. You definitely, you you leave a mark. I try. Hopefully, it's a good one. I done left a few bad ones, and when I leave them bad, woo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I mean, try to leave them good. Our honey, child, we are human beings, and we got limits, girl. And you know, uh, when I hit my limit, it ain't good for nobody. Yeah. So. Oh Jesus, that's why we got that Bible. <laughs> Exactly. We got forgiveness. Yes. The Bible. Yes. Uh, the Kama Sutra. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Okay, so this sounds like a sweet lip conversation. Uh, we about to slide over into that sweet lip area. 
<laughs> Which uh, readers, fellow book lovers, readers, and we love bookcom podcast try your outers. Uh, please make sure to support and check out Monica. There's a reason why I say her name like that. Over on the sweet lip, that's also also. Pardon me. All my up north coming out. Um, it's also her Instagram profile. You'll find links to all of those things on the YouTube video. If you're listening to this on in my commercial free podcast library, you find links there as well. If you're a book box subscriber from my readers and I think on my actual podcast host, you can get those links as well. If not, you can hit the email and send them to me. I'll make sure you get them because she is worth following. She is an entire hoot. Thank you, Shanita. Oh my gosh. I'm looking forward to our next time because we do love books. And we are going to be this silly and personal every time we talk about them because they're a good time. If you don't know, now you know and you better ask somebody so thank you so much um i'm not sure if this will be the end of the episode or if this will lead into a few book announcements about online book events that you can check out between now and the next we love books con but whatever it is make sure you crack a book open and thanks for loving books with us online today